Hello and welcome to the IBC Podcast. This is a time where senior pastor Todd Fisher and student pastor Aaron Fulbright come together and have a conversation over Todd's message the previous Sunday. Todd and Aaron will ask questions and dig deeper into the message and explain how to apply the Word of God to our lives, as well as having other conversations about what's going on in the life of our church. Welcome back, everyone, to the final episode of the greatest, most famous, most number one is podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last one this year. We're going to bring it back in 2022 better than ever. Oh, why? Because I'm gone? Yes, exactly. Where are you going? I'm just kidding. Um, Todd, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Good. I'm glad. So we just want everyone to know, just full transparency, this is take number two of podcast today. Yes. Yes, it is. We we needed to start over from the last one. <laughs> having, um, having some fun. Um, you know, that's what happens when you get a bunch of millennials in a room and then you get an actual adult in the room who has to tell the millennials. And the adult hey, does something. We're you, like, we can't You can't do say this. that. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. You just, Oh, the old guy brings some maturity and wisdom into the room every now and then. They're going to think it's way worse than what actually If you have questions, let us know. Yeah. We need yeah. to help anyways. So, You got a dad joke for us? I do. I have a joke about chemistry. Hey, you put your glasses on for this one. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I have a joke about chemistry, but I don't think I should tell it. Is that the joke? No. Oh, okay. I, just, I, I, I have really a, didn't get it that time. I have a joke about chemistry, but I don't think I should tell it. This is when you say, why shouldn't you tell it, Todd? Oh, why shouldn't yeah. you tell it? Uh, because I don't think it would get a reaction. <laughs> hey, you got me a little bit. I thought the joke was, I shouldn't think I should tell it. He needs my shirt for that one. Jared is in here today. He has a shirt on with a disc golf ba- basket, correct? I used mm. terminology correctly. It says, best dad by par. Ha <laughs> ha. Um. Yeah. In the so. fir- in the fir- in the first in the first iteration of this podcast that so will not be posted, the dad joke was: I had a dream I was a muffler last night, and I woke up exhausted. That's for the old people. Mm. Don't get. I think that I one. laughed less that time than I did the. Mm, not true. Time you all kind of smiled at least. Speaking of exhausted, I'm not because this time change is awesome. Time change. Yep. So Sounds up this, early. I have this great idea. We should with time change. Um. We should always go forward, but never go back. That would be interesting. So that 12, 12 years from now, we'll live like we're in Alaska. Have you ever wanted to be like that? Um, no, I don't think it works that way. Mm. Um, all right. So last podcast uh, of the year, kind of, we want to spend some time just kind of talking about uh, Todd's time here over the last, what is it, 45 years? Yeah. It's been yeah. that long. Oh, 18 and 18, a half. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. look a day over 60. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a mood today. Man, I don't know what's with, going uh, on. with friends like you, I yeah. don't need any enemies. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Why are you leaving again? Yeah, yeah. Why are you leaving? Yeah, why it's am I leaving again? Me, is it? Um, uh. So we want to just kind of talk a little bit about um, just your your experience here what you've seen happen and kind of leave, let you leave us with some final words and we want to talk a little bit about what's coming up and some members meeting stuff to kind of give our church an idea of uh, about what's coming what they should expect in the coming months and, mm-hmm. and coming year um so uh first thing i want to just 
for you to talk about is, you know, you you've seen the church make this this massive what I would say transition mm-hmm. since you got here, not just mm-hmm. from a building, but from sure. the dynamic of what our our church is and kind of how we identify. And so, um, with with that, there's going to be some changes that's going to take place even more once you leave. And so, what are some things that first off that um, Although we've changed at Emmanuel, you've always tried to keep consistent in our church, and we can kind of see that since day one that you got here. Well, I think I I would head the top of that list with expository preaching. Yeah. I think that's the key. Um, You know, I think just trying to have a a transparent and honest leadership uh, approach that tried to build teams and tried to not micromanage and yeah. and tried to just create a in general healthy atmosphere. One of the things I've always tried to do is make sure that our staff environment was healthy. I think when the staff is healthy and has a good relationship, that really trickles down to the church. And I think if if a I believe that old kind of old saying the the team takes on the personality of its mm-hmm. coach. I think that's true to some degree with a church and with a staff. And if the staff is very healthy, uh, then there's a high level of trust that's formed between church and staff, and that just creates the overall health of the church. So trying to keep a leadership style consistent and, you know, preaching and teaching and just feeding people God's Word, um, those are those are constants. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of talking about transition, what you said. When I first came to Emmanuel in 03. I was in the third yeah, grade, I great. think. great. That's That really makes me feel yeah. great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, when I came to Emmanuel in 03, you know, this was kind of a medium-sized church that, that kind of thought and did, acted like a small church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had the way our committee structure was and everything. It, and it's just been a huge transformation. Yeah. And, and, and obviously the relocation, that that was a big change for us, not just in address. That was a huge change for us in mindset. You know, we, we became a large church. And really the way our church approached things, you know, you name it, committees, finances, you name it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it started thinking and acting more like a large church would, and that that's been a very interesting transition to see, and then holding at the same time those constants that we just talked about. Yeah. So uh, you know, I've I was on I've been on a learning curve, you know, because as the church got bigger, our staff got larger, the budget got larger, the you know the the things you deal with change, mm-hmm. the problems you have are different. And um, I didn't come to this church with the experience of pastoring a large church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I grew into that, yeah. and and actually that's been a big blessing to have yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. Also to clarify, I was in sixth grade. I just was trying to do quick math. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Make you feel better. Mm. Uh, and so, being in ministry for eighteen years is a long time. Being at one church for eighteen mm-hmm. years is seems like even longer right. time. Sure. Um, and so what? What is the key to that? So maybe if you're just speaking to me for a moment. Like, what's the key to stay at one place for yeah. 18 years? You know, I've often said 
a, a longevity of a pastor, a long tenured pastorate, I think that that says as much about the church as it mm-hmm. does the pastor. Yeah. And, you know, the reality is pastors don't stay for a real long term in places that aren't healthy and places that are destroying them. Mm-hmm. And, if 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 you if you say to me, wow, here's a here's a church whose pastor's been the pastor there for twenty years, you know, first thing I'm going to know is that that church has, in general, been pretty good to that pastor. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to leave. He's not looking to leave. And sadly, there's a lot of pastors that are looking to leave just because the church is so hard on them. Yeah. And and so I think a, a part of that is on the church. It, it's I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but a part of that is the pastor too, someone who can lead in a way that can engender trust mm-hmm. and health, and um, you know, and they feel like the the, the church is growing. Uh, that is a good thing. Um, although numerical growth doesn't always necessarily have to equate with a long tenured pastor. Yeah. But health, I think, is the major issue there. So I think it says something about the pastor. It says something about the church. And also, I think, too, it's just, you know, don't let's not let's not roll out just the, the God's will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, in in last 18 and a half years, have I had opportunities to move? Sure. I've had some really big churches contact me throughout the years. Uh, and, you know. I just I said no to those churches because I just didn't feel like that's what God was mm-hmm. leading me to do. I felt like God still wanted me to be here. Uh, he had something for me to do. Uh, sometimes, you know, that that's a more the conviction of that is a little more detailed. Um, like when we relocated in '08, I had a number of churches call me that you know were really big churches. I guess probably because our church was a little bit more high profile on mm-hmm. the map. And, uh, you know, I told those churches no. I mean, I obviously pray about it and whatever, but I, a big reason I told churches no then was I didn't want to leave Emmanuel with all this debt. Yeah. And um, I, I just I didn't feel right about that. So there's a lot of factors that go in into, into a long-tenured pastorate. Um, were there times when I wanted to quit and give up? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you just, you, you, you commit to it because you see the, the benefits of that. Um, I did a post today about the benefits of a long-term pastorate, you know, Sunday I baptized two children that, um, 18 years ago when I became the pastor here, they had just got married and, and I got to watch them as a couple grow and mature and then they had their children and dedicated their children and then Sunday baptized their children. Mm-hmm. And you don't see stuff like that unless you've been there a long time. Uh, on, on, on multiple, a number of occasions I can think of, I've, I've done the funeral for somebody and then years later I did the funeral for their spouse. Mm-hmm. And I'd go back and look in the file and I could pull some things out from that first funeral. Um, you know, you just, you see a lot of that kind of thing. Uh, wow. I mean, one of the biggest ones for me was this, this last round of your high school seniors. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I saw those kids, those, those kids were born when I was here yeah. and they graduated high school and I'm still here. Yeah. 
So there's a ton of benefits and rewards in a long-term pastorate. That's really a great thing. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so let's kind of think now more towards the future. Um, one, one, the timeline of it, okay? <laughs> you talked this morning in staff meeting just about how, you know, there was a senior adult in our church who looked at you and said, wait, you're still here? Like, cause <laughs> yeah. we, we don't necessarily yeah. understand the time. Because yeah, usually sure. when you say, I'm leaving, right. we expect you to actually leave, right. but you're still here. Um, so for our timeline, you know, my thing will be officially official Monday, November okay. 15. And that's when the messengers will presumably approve me mm-hmm. as the next executive director. And then my final my final Sunday, my final day as, as the pastor of Emmanuel is December the 19th. And uh, that's going to be our carols by candlelight that night, which, uh, uh, man, that's going to be an emotional evening that mm-hmm. night. That's going to be a lot of those I've done. And we'll have a reception to follow. And a reception yeah. after that with our cookies by candlelight kind of type thing that we've been doing for years. Um, so I'll be here until December 19 and, uh, this coming Sunday, November 14, we're going to have an important members meeting where I'm going to kind of describe the process a little more in detail Mm -hmm. than I will right now. And then we're going to, you know, hear the budget and some things like that on December five though, is when our, our November 14, our personnel committee is going to present a recommendation for interim pastor December five, the nominating committee will recommend, um, we'll have a recommendation for the search committee mm-hmm. that the church will be able to vote on. So some people, you know, it's interesting. There's been uh, more than one study that has said before that a church in general, on average, has a turnover of membership every seven years. And by that, it means a 51%, a majority turnover, 51% of of the people actively attending the mm-hmm. church, they weren't even there seven years before. So if that's true, I've almost had a I've almost had three different yeah. churches <laughs> through that turnover. Um, I've I've talked with some other uh, pastors that have long pastorates, and it, it's funny to kind of play a game. Some Sunday mornings you'll sit there and you'll look at all the people in the choir, and you'll kind of look how many of those people have joined the church since I became the pastor, mm-hmm. and it's usually like two thirds of them. At yeah. this point, okay. So I say all that to say there's probably a lot of people at our at our church. You know, they've they could have been here a long time and they've never seen a pastoral transition. Mm-hmm. So they kind of really don't know how it goes. I think some people in our church are mistakenly under the uh, impression that like you know we're going to have a new pastor by the first of the year, and that is not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so what happens is our church will will elect. Uh, will vote upon an interim that the personnel committee recommends. And then that person will essentially for us in our context, you know, that person is going to just fill the pulpit on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. We have such great, we have such a great pastoral team here that's been here so long. You know, you think about, you know, brother Scott's been here over 20 years. Uh, Jason and Michael have been here over 10. Uh, you've been here. If you count all the time you're, you've been here, you've been here a long time. 11 years, yeah. Um, we have a lot of people that have been here a long time. So leading the church, that's not going to be a problem. We've already we got all that set up in our current structure, and that's not going to be an issue. The search committee is going to be elected on December the 5th, and I am probably going to meet with them just to kind of help them with some guidelines 
you know, of this is like best practices for a search committee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's part of my job in leaving as the transition is trying to get that committee set up, helping our nominating committee, you know, and with questions they may have and, you, you know, things like that. Um, you and I are both getting a lot of phone calls we right are, now yeah, while we're yeah. trying to do this. Um, but what's going to happen is I'll meet with them, but really the search committee won't begin their work till the first of the mm-hmm. year because the holidays and everything. And what people in our church need to be prepared for is that it can take some time for the Lord to lead our church to, to a pastor. Jeff Moore was the pastor before me. Jeff Moore was here from, uh, 96 to 02, I think, or 97 to 02. And between me and Jeff Moore, there was a period of 15 or 16 months. It was a, it was, it was a long time. Yeah. I, I don't hope it won't be that long this time, but, um, you know, we, the church needs to be prepared that probably for a, a, a good chunk of 2022, uh, we're not going to have a senior pastor. So, so let me ask you this because this is my next question. It's kind of a twofold question. I guess we can finish with this. We've already gone about twelve minutes. Um, it's one. What what would you say to our church to pastor them? So, what do you say to them? How should they act and and respond during the interim time? And then once we do hire a new senior pastor, mm-hmm. how how should they respond? That's to a this, that's a this great question because it's almost like yeah yeah. It, in, in the interim time, you know, my, my admonition, and I said this the day I told everybody that, that Sunday morning about, you know, what was going to happen. Um, if, if I leave and a whole lot of people leave the church, that, that's going to say to me and, and just say in general, wow, you're just coming, you know, to this church to hear this guy preach. I, I, I hope like anything, no one's following me. Mm-hmm. I don't want anybody following me and you know, I want people following Jesus and I mean, following my leadership. Yes, but not, you know, not me as a person, Jesus. I would say to the church, kind of like what I've said to y'all as a staff, you know, when you, when you lose a pastor, the staff kind of has to step up to the plate. There's going to be some other duties they have to just take on. It's just kind of how it is. And I think the same thing for the church, you know, Hey, it might be a little awkward. It might be a little different, but you have committed to a church, not to a pastor, not to a person. You've committed to Jesus and to his church. So hang in there, stay in there, keep serving, keep working, and see the church through. You know, um, we, we make a commitment marriage in good times and bad times. I'm going to stay committed to you. And I think we do that with our church through, through hard times and easy times, good times and bad times, times of plenty and times that are lean. We're going we're gonna to make a commitment to stay in there. I, I want the church to do that in the interim. And when the new guy comes, the the biggest thing is going to be, um, the biggest thing is going to be, don't compare the new guy mm-hmm. to me. Uh, you know, don't don't go up to that guy and say, "Oh wow, you're you know you're you're not you're not Todd, <laughs> good or bad." Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're a lot better preacher than he is. But that that's not the point. We're not up here trying to just, you know, we're here to be fed the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so being supportive of the person, and let's just face it, I think that's going to be a little bit of a challenge because for almost 19 years, I'm going to be what everybody's been used to, mm-hmm. my leadership style, my preaching style. my. So everybody's going to have to be open to say, hey, this guy you know, isn't Todd. you got to give him, let him be him. Mm-hmm. 
And so I think that that's that's the most important thing that a church can do in supporting the new guy coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And we appreciate you and your leadership. Um, I'm thankful personally for you and your family and what y'all have meant to us. Um, so with that, uh, if you missed the sermon. I have one question before yes. we conclude this final podcast. You, you're, you're in here? I, I'm in here. I'm. This is this is this is me. Uh, Todd, um, before you go, can you tell us who your favorite staff member is and why it's Jared Landry? <laughs> wow, there's there's just so many things I love about you, Jared. <laughs> How can I answer that with just one simple uh, token of my admiration for you? I I just don't know how yeah. I can do that. So, yes, Jared, you are my favorite staff member. Out of all of them, you're one of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You're my favorite <laughs> staff member because I love heartburn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you missed the sermon on Hebrews, uh, check it out. And like Todd said, he's not gone yet. And so, continue to uh, be you know involved and check out the sermons, really where I'm trying to get at. Um, you can find those obviously in person on Sunday mornings at 8 45 and 11 but if you miss Sunday mornings you can check those out here on our podcast page as well as on the website at ibcshawnee.org thank you for joining us and we will see you this Sunday morning for church and then a members meeting at 5 p.m have a great week